All right, well, Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to 2022. Masks and all. Aren't we excited? Hey, um, before I even jump in uh, to, to, the, to the message and to the, the fullness of the day, um, I just wanted to let you know, we know, right? We've been doing this for almost two years now. As far as the mask, no mask, immunizations, or, you know, we just, we're all dealing with this. Can I just share with you just really quickly why we're wearing our mask today? And it's uh, 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 13 and 14. And it just says this, for the Lord's sake, submit to all human authority, whether the king as head of state or the officials that he has appointed. And so when our officials came out and said, hey, we want to do a mask mandate, we're just like, okay, that, that's, that's just how we believe that we should operate according to the scripture and as followers of Christ, just submitting that he has a, just a humble position in the very nature of Jesus, and that's how we want to operate. So I know there's different opinions on that, but here at K2, that's just what we're going to do. We're going to go along and follow our governing officials. Cool? All right. So we're glad that you are here with us tonight. Um, our mission and our vision here at K2 The Church is to be a church that makes disciples with reckless faith in Jesus Christ. That's what we want to do. We flesh that out in different ways, but tonight, I just want to focus on that. We, we, we want to make disciples, and I was talking to a guy just this week, and he's a, a part of a church up in the Seattle area, and uh, it was fun. He said, hey, at our church, here's how we define a disciple. He goes to someone who hears Jesus' voice, and follows him. That's it. <laughs> it's somebody who actually can recognize the voice of Jesus and then follow the voice of Jesus. And then he said, in community. Because that's what we're supposed to be. Jesus, his whole goal on coming to earth, first, uh, Ephesians chapter one, tells us that his whole goal, God's purpose in sending Christ was to unite everything, to bring everything together under Jesus Christ. Christ. And so if he's our Lord, which he is, if he's the one who created us, which he is, if he's the one who knows what is right and best and good, and if he's our shepherd, which he is, and he said, my sheep know my voice and they follow me. So if we're going to be a church that actually makes disciples, then that's what we're going to be making. We're going to help all of us to hear his voice, to recognize the voice of Jesus, and then to listen to the voice of Jesus. And follow him and just do what he says. So tonight, I want to talk about going into 2022 together. Going into 2022 together. Because Jesus said this, right? What's the greatest commandment? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. This is the greatest command. And then he said this, he goes, and if you love me, Jesus said, if you love me, you obey my commands. And then he said, I can get even clearer. Here's my command. Anybody know what it was? Yeah, love one another. <laughs> so, okay, so should we dive into the Greek and figure out what that really means? Or should we just say, wow, Jesus said, here's the greatest thing. Love God, obey him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love each other. If you do love me, you obey my commands. Here's my command, love each other as I have loved you. Love each other 
as I have loved you. Um, I love John 17. It's Jesus' prayer. We've talked about this so much through the years of, of, of K2. In his final prayer to his father, what did he ask? Is that the father would make us one. That there would be such a unity within us, such a connection, that we would be so bound together in relationship. And there would be such a love amongst us in this room that's different than the rest of the world because we're loving each other the way Jesus loved us. So we need to go into 2022 together. And, and you guys, uh, yeah, these last two years, COVID, COVID was definitely a work, man. That just, it just isolated people. It separated people. And the Spirit of God, every time the Spirit of God fills people, it brings them together. That's what happened in the book of Acts when the Spirit of God came. It drew everyone together. And so now we're going into 2022, and right off the bat, COVID's just wham, it's just spiking again. And we're like, we are going into this thing together. And then I just want to say very humbly, and um, man, for many of us in this room, um, we lost a dear brother. Um, Chris Brown was a, he and Stacy, both of them on staff here at K2 for years. And, um, and many of us already know this in this room. We had his funeral, uh, his memorial service on Thursday night. Chris took his life. And one of the things that you found in talking with Stacy is there was just, there was a wall. There wasn't, there was an isolation that was taking place. As much as Chris was pouring out, he wasn't letting anybody in. And man, when I got that news, I was so shocked to hear that. But I want to tell you, the other thing it did is just, it just made my antennas go up. And all of a sudden I'm thinking, wow, I know quite a few people right now who are living isolated lives. People who used to be connected and now aren't connected anymore. And now it's like, do we know? How are you doing? <laughs> like the, the church is supposed to be this group of people bound together, loving each other in community, connected to each other. That's what's going to let the world know that Jesus came from the Father and that we're his disciples. And so, man, we got to go into 2022 together. So tonight's going to be a little bit different, okay? We're going to be a little bit interactive. It's partly why we had you guys sit where you live, okay? And I'm just going to, we're just going to unpack Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16. Ephesians 4, 16. This one verse says this. From Christ, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Okay, so the first section here, to be joined and held together by every supporting ligament, we grow and build itself up in love. So we gotta be, this is the scripture. I mean, all of us, right? You, you look at your body, the only reason it's functioning is because it's connected to each other, all right? So, and here's one thing we know. In this valley, we, and, and obviously, look at this, we have, we have people coming from every section of this valley, but I know I live up in Sugar House, right? And when I live in Sugar House, and all the people are down in the southwest part of the valley, it's like, we can know each other, we can love each other, but it's really hard to actually do life together, where almost everybody in our Life Together group lives in our geographic area. And so how we want to kick this thing off is we just wanted to give you a chance to say, if we're going to be joined and held together, one of the best ways to do that is to get to know the people who you actually live near that God might have in your geographical area 
so that you can have relationship that's easier to have. So here's what I want you to do. I've got three simple questions. Let me just put them up here. Number one, just share where you live, what you do, work or school, whatever. And then secondly, what do you love most about where you live? What do you love? Because you guys are in the same neighborhoods. Share some things that you love about where you live. And then the third thing is, share your journey with K2. Now, don't, we don't have time for that, okay? So I probably shouldn't have put that on there. But I do want you to share how you're connected at K2, okay? So the people can just figure it out. Here are the different ways that we can get connected. To do this, I'm giving you 10 minutes, okay? You got 10 minutes to do this. So the only way it's gonna work is if you get in groups of no more than three, okay? So if you guys can just connect in groups of three with each other, and you know what, and don't go talk to somebody you already know, all right? Don't, don't, don't talk, you know, find some people. Yeah, here's a small group right here together. You guys split up, all right? I love the fact you're sitting together. I actually do. I think that's the coolest thing. But uh, our goal here is to let's meet some people that you live by, super simple questions, and just get to know each other, okay? Three people, three questions, go for it. Timer's on.
Okay, guys, let's go ahead and come back in. Come back together here. You just close down your conversation. Thank you. So if you have been feeling disconnected here at K2, I just want you to know you just got to know some people that you can uh, maybe invite yourself over to their house for dinner or something. So, uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and just pray because tonight we, we really need God to show up and lead us. So let's, let's just pray and ask for God to be present in this space and in this place. Lord, you, you say that we are being united to be a body, the body of Christ, Lord, that's joined and held together by every ligament. Lord, and I, I pray, Lord, that you would join us together tonight. Lord, and what, what joins us together, we're told that we actually have the same spirit. That, that same spirit is what unites us. And so, God, I pray that you would come and be present tonight in this place. Lord, we ask, your word says, when two or three of us are gathered, you're there, and there's a lot more than us here tonight, more than two or three. Lord, we, we just pray that you are going to be in every one of these conversations tonight, every one of the prayers that we have tonight. Lord, we invite you, and we pray that you would unite us and connect us through that spirit. It'll be like we'll leave tonight feeling like we, we're more connected than ever because we, it's like we've met somebody, like a long-lost friend or family member, or that person that you just feel like you've known for forever because we actually are united through your mind, Lord. And so it'll, it'll, the connection that we have is beyond this world, beyond this earth. We drink from your cup, the Spirit of God. So, Lord, come here tonight. Bring us together. And just invigorate us, Re, just reinvigorate our souls, Lord, for, for you and for one another. And we pray this all in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah, guys, and you, you, you guys know Derek and Rachel. Where's Rachel? Where's she at? Where she is? Over here. Uh, both these guys are the ones who oversee our connecting with each other in relationship and life together groups. Um, and discipleship stuff. And so if you are wanting to take that step, make sure you contact them and, uh, and they will help you um, take this really, really cool step. All right, the second thing this verse said, though, is we're supposed to be joined and held together by every supporting ligament and build itself up in love. And then it says, as each part does its work. And, uh, and again, we did a whole series on spiritual gifts. Here's the truth again. Let me remind you, if you have made a decision and put your faith in Jesus Christ, then you receive the Spirit of God. That's, that's you're born of his Spirit. You're born and you become a child. And the Scriptures just tell us, anybody who has the Spirit, the Spirit actually determines, decides, and grants every one of us a gift. And so each one of you in this room, every one of you watching online, every person with the Spirit of God has something to give to the body. So we're joining held together, but oh my goodness, all the cells in my body are so unique, and you know that, and they're necessary. And so we just wanted to remind us again tonight that that's part of what it means to be joined and held together. Love each other, care for each other, but also the giftedness that God has given you for the benefit of everybody else in this room. 
So what I'm going to do, I kind of, I kind of took all the, 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 the list of gifts that are in, in the scripture, and I categorized them under three different categories. I'm going to just list them for you. I want you to pay attention and see. It's like, hey, is this my gift? And some of you at this point might not know what your gift is. In fact, we have a, what's, it's a GPS, gift, passion, and story uh, inventory that you can take on our website to help you discover if you don't know what they are. But I'm going to go through all these, and then after I do, we're going to have any of you who think, you know what, I think my gifts fall under this section. We're going to have you stand up, because I think it's going to be super cool to look around our body and go, wow, look who's gifted in this way. And then we're going to have somebody pray for God to anoint you with the power of the Holy Spirit to use that gift in a way that actually brings Benefit to the body and glory to him, okay? So that's what we're gonna do. I've divided them up in three sections. Here's the first section. These are our focused gifts. Sorry, Randy, I forgot the scripture again. Let me read the scripture real quick. Ephesians chapter four. Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. So God gave some in these five different giftings. These are five different giftings. He gave some of those, but so that everybody would find their giftedness, be involved in that work of service so that the body can be built up again. Man, you guys, every one of you is crucial to us experiencing the fullness of Jesus. All right? So now we can go to this first section of gifts. And I call these our focus gifts. Focus tighten out there, we've been saying at K2 for years. And focus means on Christ. And there are certain people who are gifted to help other people grow in their faith in Christ. So God gave some to be prophets, okay? And then we down here, I have down here the, the gift of prophecy. And that simply means there are people that God says, I'm, who literally will receive Revelation from God, words from God that they're supposed to share with somebody else. Now, I think that means in teaching, that can be while I'm up here, but you guys, almost every one of you who are following Jesus, at certain times you felt prompted like you're supposed to say something to somebody. We did a whole message on this. That encourages our faith in one another and our faith in Jesus, okay? And then you've got teachers, right? Some people have that gift, <clears throat> that gift, that ability to take a truth, communicate it, and get it out so people can understand it and then move forward, all right? And then we've got exhortation, which is also admonishing people or encouraging people. It's, it's the coach. It's the person who says, you can do this. And some people have that gift where they just build other people up through your encouragement to have great faith in Christ. Words of wisdom, Right, The ability to, to receive wisdom, to know what it is that God has for us, and then to actually be able to apply it appropriately. Some people just understand these truths, and they know how to apply them, and they help us in our faith. Words of knowledge. I shared for me, it was just the weirdest thing. When I gave my life to Christ very initially, I would read the scripture, and I would just get it. There's, just, there's a gift of knowledge, of understanding scripture, but as well, I know people sometimes, God just gives them revelation. They just understand things. And they're like, how do I know this? But they do. And those gifts of knowledge are always for the benefit of the body to help people grow in their relationship with Jesus. 
And then faith is this intensive ability, right? We all, this is not saving faith. Everybody, every one of us in this room has, who's put our faith in Christ has faith. But there's a gift of faith that is like an intensive ability to trust God in difficult, demanding times. And there are certain people who just have a gift of faith and it, and it, and it exudes through the rest of the body and builds the rest of the body up to say, let's go, we can do this. And then there's discernment. And that is people have the ability to say, okay, when someone is teaching, when someone is working into the prophetic gift, is this of God or is this not of God? And people have this gift of discernment to be able to tell. So if this is you, if you look at those and go, man, that's me. I, these, one of these things, these areas actually fits who I am. I think this, my gifting falls under this. Or can I just say this? Or if it's your passion, and you just love helping people grow in their faith in Jesus. Would you go ahead and stand up real quick? Let's just look at our body. Let's see who is it who has giftings under this. This is so cool, man. This is gonna be so fun to see the giftings that are in this room. All right? Excellent. So stay standing, and I've asked Jason Dunn. Jason's gonna pray for you and for your gift and for God to anoint it. Yeah, let's pray. Father, we're just so grateful that you had such a cool plan to give your body a gift, everyone a gift, Lord, um, to encourage each other and to go out into the world as well, Lord. And so we're just thankful for those that are standing, that you've blessed them with the ability to move people towards the Lord and push people towards a greater relationship with Christ. Lord, we just pray that they'll have energy. We pray that they'd be filled with your Holy Spirit that they would have an extra measure of your love and care and that they just can give that freely away. Lord, we just anoint them in their work. We anoint them in their efforts, Lord, and we just pray that they would bear much fruit so that the world would know that you sent your, sent your son here to save us, Lord. We're just thankful for them and for these gifts in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Super. Use those gifts, you guys. Benefit the body. Build the body up with the gift God's given you. All right, let's go to the second section. And I'm calling these the tight gifts. Because when we say we're focused, we're tight. This is the sacrificial love that God has called us to have for each other. Jesus says we need to love each other. So there are certain people, many of you in this room, you are gifted in ways that help bind the body together. All right? So shepherd. So in the first list, it said God gave some to be apostles, prophets. And then it says pastors. You know, I, I, I'm really bummed, can I be honest with you? Because it's the only place where it says pastor. Every other place in the Bible, it's interpreted shepherd. The actual word is shepherd. <laughs> and, and in America, I'm the pastor. And so people think, oh, well, I'm, I'm the one who has that gift. Uh-uh. In fact, I don't even know if I have this gift. I'm not <laughs> no, because the gift is shepherding. The gift is watching over and caring for people. It's having compassion. And so, so if you have that gift where you just know it's like, I love to walk with people, to watch over them, to care for them, to help lead them in their journey. I'm concerned about their life. You guys, that's the shepherd. And many of you I know have that group, have that gifting. And then there's the serving gift. There's some of you, man, some of you just rock it. Like I, I, even this morning, can I just, I'm just going to throw one out there. Where's Kavina? 
We're, we're way in the back, of course. Yep. Because the serving people, they're not up on front. But I'm telling you, so we were here this morning, right? Every time there's a food pantry, who's here? Kavina, who's serving our youth and loving everybody? Kavina, who's, who's setting up everything for the service tonight? Kavina, <laughs> that's the gift of service, man. And yeah, you rock. And she's doing this because that's what the gift, people who have the gift of serving do when you point them out, like, don't show me. Hey, but here's the coolest thing, right? The greatest in the kingdom of God is the servant of all. Some of you just serve the body and it's beautiful. And then giving. Some of you are just, there's a generosity in your spirit. All of us are called to give. All of us are called to be faithful. But some of you just have, you see an opportunity and bam, the pocketbook's out. You just, you love to give. And then there's mercy. And mercy is the gift. When you see somebody who has a need and they can't meet it and you have the resource to do it and you do it, it's a, there's a welling up inside of you that says, I'm gonna meet that need. That's the gift of mercy. Helps and service are very, very similar. And then you have leadership. And people have the gift of leadership, and that brings the body together. The actual word means to be like a pilot. It means to be someone who steers. And man, so many of you have that gift of leadership, and it benefits us. It brings us together. That's why you lead, so that we can be tight with each other. And then leaders without administrators. Oh, my Lord, help us all. Because you who have the administrative gift, you see the details, you see the systems, you see every, the nuts and bolts, and you don't let anything fall through the cracks, and it actually works. So here you go. If you fall under this, or by the way, or if your passion is to see the church function together and love each other well, okay? If this is you, stand up. Let's see who's got this gift in our body. Yeah, this is awesome. Love it. Hey, in fact, you know, I, I should have done this on the first one. Let's all give these guys a round of applause with, just with the, for the gift that they have. <clears throat> all right. And I've asked my personal shepherd to pray for us uh, tonight, my wife, Susie. All right. Father, thank you. Is this on? There we go. Father, thank you so much. Thank you for those who are standing, for those online who are watching, who are feeling their hearts beating faster right now because they know you've made them this way. I pray for great encouragement for all those who are gifted to help your body love each other well. I pray that you would give them joy and patience and courage. And God, I pray that you would give a fresh anointing to each one that's standing here and each person online who's feeling this, that they would have the grace and the ability to respond by faith to the promptings of your Holy Spirit. We know that nothing you ask us to do is small, but sometimes, especially when we're just serving, just, <laughs> when we're serving, when we're encouraging, when we're shepherding, it can feel so small, but it can be the biggest thing in someone else's life that helps them, that saves them, that brings them um, closer to you. And so I just pray blessing on these precious people. I just pray you'd give each of them new ideas for how they can serve, how they can love, how they can give, where they can lead, um, how they can help administrate, who they can help take care of in their faith as shepherds. 
Just lead them, Father. Lead all of us as we walk by faith in you. Help us to have the time and the space for ourselves to hear your voice so that we're following you, always following you, and not the impulses of our own understanding. We ask this, Jesus, in your holy name. Amen. Awesome. Fantastic. All right, the last section we're calling out there, the out there gifts. And, um, and those, are you, those are those of you in this room. I mean, you're here. You're part of the body. You love to worship. You're in life together. You're serving. But the truth is, it's like what beats your heart is everybody out there. Everybody out there. Like Jesus, who didn't stay in heaven, but emptied himself and left everything to come down and to give his life away to seek and to save those who are lost and to bring the kingdom of God to a broken world, to bring the rightness of heaven, the way of heaven to the broken world. That's some of you. So in this list, there's apostles, right? And the apostle means the ones who are sent, the sent ones. Um, and especially in the founding of new things. I've, some people have said the, the, the apostle gift is like the spiritual entrepreneur, there, and many times the church planting. In, in fact, in scripture, apostles were the ones who did. They were sent out and they would start new things. They would go where not, something hadn't existed before and they would go. And some of you, that's you. That's me. This is me. This, was, this is my God, God's gift he's given me. Go and start and reach and start new things. And that's some of you. You, you have that inside of you and God's given you that. And then evangelists. God gave some to be evangelists. And that you guys, you know, you're not Billy Graham. You know, well, maybe you are. And I just don't, we just don't know yet. But man, you guys, just remember, that word, just the evangel means good news. Like, you just share good news. You love people who don't know Jesus yet. And it wells up within you. It bubbles up inside of you. You're building relationships. You're praying for them. You're doing everything you can to help as many people as you know come to know Jesus. And really, these other three that we do, some of us do it within the context of our body, but then some of you, you do it out here. Like, I remember when we put out the need that was in, in Eswatini, right, because they needed a preschool, for, and man, bam! <laughs> the, I don't know who you were, but you did it! And next thing you know, I mean, within the, the first day, we had enough money to go ahead and build this thing. Because that's you. You're like, if I can give financially, if I can give to help the poor, if I can give to help this movement or this ministry, if I can give, that's you. And then some of you, that's your gift of mercy is not necessarily within the church. You see the needs of the poor. You see the needs in the community. You see like the, like the food pantry that we did this morning. You see that and you go, that's what I want to be a part of. And then helps and service. You just go out there and you bring the kingdom of God into the world. Okay? If that's you, go ahead and stand up. If your heart beats inside and you know that God has gifted you to be caring about the people outside of this building. Go ahead and stand up. All right, awesome. And I've asked a guy who beats like this. <laughs> I love Bill. Uh, he moved out here with us to start K2, so he's kind of a wild man in that sense, but I just love being around him and his wife, Rebecca, because they live this. They just love people who don't know Jesus yet, so I've asked him to pray for us. Lord, thanks for each person who's standing right now and for the way you've gifted them incredibly and, and uh, for making them ambassadors. That's what the Bible calls all of us, but these people are uniquely called to be out there beyond the walls of this church, um, caring and loving people uh, closer to you. And I pray tonight that 
if there's anything hindering anyone who's standing, if there's anything that is keeping them from do that, doing that, God, that they would receive uh, in a new way from you, that they would receive everything that they need um, to have courage, to have the endurance and the hope and the faith to care for people in the unique way that you've called them, each individually, um, in their own identity, to do it um, for your glory, God, not their own, and for doing it in a way that is going to draw people people closer to you. So thank you for them. Give them new creativity, new ways, and new desire to do that in your name. Amen. Thanks, buddy. All right. And so um, I, I just want to say this before we go to our last thing. Um, the whole body, the whole body, that means every single one of you, every one of you online, everybody who's a part of K2, the whole body needs to be joined and held together by every supporting ligament as each one of us grows up and builds itself up in love. And then as each part does its work, each part. Some of you, I know you didn't stand up probably because you're like, I don't, I'm not sure. And again, if you're not sure, I always tell everybody the best thing to do if you're not sure what your gift is, is just go surf somewhere. <laughs> just, just start, just jump in anywhere, find what the need of the church and just do it. But here's what I want to remind us of the whole body. There's not one of us in this room. If you're a follower of Christ, that's exempt from needing to be joined and held together and supporting you, your love matters to this body and each part must do its work. So again, what's a disciple? A disciple is someone who hears the words of Jesus and does them. You know, I, we've, been, we've been reading uh, a, a bunch of stuff about discipleship, people around the world. And around the world, literally, guys, there's a movement where hundreds of thousands of people are coming to Christ so people in the West, in America, who we think we know how to do church, we're all like, teach us, right? And one of the things they're telling us, the people, not us, because I, but when we read the books, the people in the West, they say, here's the main difference between us and you. You guys like to get together and learn things, and we get together to do things. We hear the words of Jesus, and we follow him. I can't tell you how amazing your life and your experience, your own personal fullness of heart will be if you will join and hold together with people and if you'll use the gift that God has given you. Your life is gonna come alive, but so is ours. It's the only way the church actually works. And the last thing is the key because the verse starts with what? From him. From Jesus, the whole body joined and held together. Jesus is the head. He is the life-giving source to us. You get cut off from the head, you aren't doing anything. But when you get connected to the head, the head speaks and moves and empowers you. So it's from him, from Jesus, that we have any hope of doing this. So the last thing I'm going to do is we're just going to give you some time to just contemplate yourself now with Jesus. How are you doing at experiencing from him? So here's the questions. In what ways right now are you best receiving from Jesus? Okay? 
So, so just think about it. Is that me? Okay. Uh, so, so just, just think about it. And, 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 and I want to, this is a prayer time for you. This is a time for you to pray with God and you can use these questions. How do you best receive from him? What helps you to connect with him? And are you doing that? Are you actually taking the time? Or are you too busy and you're just disconnected from the head? If you're disconnected from the head, the power's not there. But the power's there if you do. So that's first question. Second one, how's your following? Because <laughs> that's what a disciple is. My sheep know my voice and they follow me. Is Jesus truly the head of your life? I would love for you to take some time and just go, is he the center of my existence? Is he the source of my life? Is he the head? Is he the most important thing? Is he my God or are other things my God? Do I follow him or do I really do whatever I want? Take some time and just meditate on if Jesus really is who he says he is in your life. And then the last thing is what is one step you can take today to be more in union with Jesus? What's one step of faith you could take today to follow him? Because you're a disciple. Because you're a child of God. You're born of his spirit, and that's what we do, all right? So take some time to do this, and, and then when that time's culminated, the Mike Rutledge is gonna come up. He's gonna pray for God to anoint us with the spirit of God, the same spirit that was in Jesus, so we can follow him. And then he's going to lead us in worship as we put him at the forefront of our mind, okay? So go ahead and take some time and just and contemplate these verses with Jesus.